Hey everyone, you're listening to On the House with Spartan, an ad-free podcast brought to you by a full-service turnkey company. I'm your host, Lindsay Davis, CEO and co-founder of Spartan Invest. On this show, we talk about all things real estate, from market patterns, industry insight, construction, property management, and other investment avenues. We hope you'll join as we dive into today's episode of On the House with Spartan. Welcome back, and thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of On the House with Spartan Invest. I'm very excited today. I have got a guest on with us today. He is Atlas Rental Property, and as you remember, Atlas Rental Property is the property management company of Spartan Invest. He is our maintenance director, Randall Van. Randall, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, I know that basically your title should be kind of more chaos coordinator, uh, but but just uh, introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about yourself. Uh, I've I've been in maintenance for about thirty years. Um, I, I've I've managed uh, retail, I've managed restaurants, uh, and I've managed uh, single home, uh, single family dwellings. Um, I was raised, I was raised by a dad that built houses and had his own rental home. So I've been in the rental, uh, home business for many, many years. Never a dull moment, huh? Never, never. a dull moment. <laughs> so I want to get into kind of the, the nitty gritty with maintenance as a re, as it regards to our investor clients. And, um, so let's start off with just the most common maintenance issues. We all know you've been in it for decades. You know, maintenance is inevitable. Things are going to break. You you know, there's costs associated with those repairs. Um, so tell us about the most common uh, maintenance issues that you typically see day to day in the single family space. M- most common is definitely going to be plumbing. Uh, it's probably a good 40% of what we do. Um, it, it, from From simple things like uh, toilet being clogged or a sink leaking or a, a stem needing to be replaced on a, on a shower valve, things like that. But uh, they're, they're, they're the most common. They're, they're what we deal with uh, m- most days and actually have several plumbing companies working for us. And, and all of our internal techs uh, train with, with plumbing to be able to take care of, you know, a, a, lot, a lot of what we do is plumbing. So that's our most common. Wow. 40% of all of your maintenance issues are plumbing related. Well, I mean, you know, shit happens, right? <laughs> that should be your, uh, your motto. Um, all right. So well, what can investors do from a preventative maintenance standpoint? What are some of the things that you would recommend or that Atlas Rental Property provides for investors to try to catch as much uh, much issues as possible up front? Uh, there's several different things you can do. One is making sure that we're doing annual, annual inspections, that we actually have a, an inspector go through the home and ensure that it's being taken care of, that, that things that, that are happening in the house are getting reported. Um, Making sure that septic tanks get pumped um, on a regular basis to ensure that they're not backing up or causing bigger issues within the house. Uh, looking at uh, HVAC preventative maintenance inspections, uh, we have we have in-house HVAC techs that do a 35-point um, inspection on air conditioning, putting gauges on the unit, making sure that that the coils are clean. 
checking and making sure that the the um, tenant is changing the filter as they should. Uh, HVAC, air conditioning and heating is is one of your biggest investments in these homes and can cost you some of the most money. So making sure that we see those annually is is an important thing to make sure that we're we're watching them and maintaining them and and and, and protecting them throughout the investment. That's one thing that I know for a fact that we struggle with from a management and maintenance standpoint is ensuring that those air filters get checked because that is the tenant responsibility. And it's it's something that I forget about in my own house, right? You know, especially uh, in the summer months where run, they're running those ACs constantly, need to make sure that those air filters get changed because they can cause significant damage. But we do bill that back to the tenant if we find that, right? But then the investor has to go collect it. So it's just better if we can catch that on the front end from a maintenance standpoint. Correct. Maintenance is such a big topic when we're talking about investment properties and and we're talking to investors about their rental portfolios. It's a really big uh, topic of discussion because it can definitely damage your cash flow. And so what are the biggest kind of maintenance scares? You know, what's, what are the worst case scenarios, right? We want to be as transparent as possible. What's the worst case scenario for investors? What should they legitimately be concerned about? Two of the biggest things I think of is is dealing with trees uh, and dealing with fires. Um, it, you, w- when you get a work order that comes in, you don't know if somebody has mentioned fire in this work order in the description, if it's just a simple something that got smoked up or if you've completely burned a kitchen down. Uh, so it, it, those things make me nervous. And those are the kind of houses that I go to. Uh, myself personally, every time we have one, uh, if somebody mentions fire, I go there. Uh, if somebody mentions trees, trees can be costly, uh, and they could be nothing. I, I get, I get work orders that come in that say a tree fell on my house and I get there and it's a, a limb the size of, you know, a little three foot, something that didn't even dent the, the roof or, or cause any trouble, but it came across as, Hey, a tree fell on my house. And what you're thinking is, Oh my goodness, this house is, destroyed and you get there and it's a little three foot limb. So uh, it, those, those kind of things scare me the most. And and for the most part, I visit every one of them myself because I, I want to put eyes on it and I want to be front runner and the person that's actually looking at this and saying, okay, this is, this is actually, yes, terribly severe, or this was a little minor something that, that, um, that we can, we can, we can repair and get past very quickly. Definitely the the trees and just given kind of where we are in Birmingham and the a lot of the strong winds, we are kind of in Tornado Alley. Not that your house is, you know, it's a very slim chance that your house gets taken away by a tornado, but we do have those tornadic strong winds that can knock over limbs and, and do significant damage uh, in regards to trees. But tell me what you do, what the process looks like if a tenant calls in a fire, you know, how how do we, I I know you said you walk it, but then do you start like an investigation for the cause of the fire? What is, what does that process look like? Yeah, it it all depends on, on what it, what, what happens when, when I actually go there. Uh, we've, we, we get a work order in that says something like that. Uh, we try immediately to reach out to the tenant and find, find more information because sometimes the information is, is slim. It'll just say, uh, we had a fire in the house, uh, and that's it. And, and the, no, no other mention of anything. So we get on the phone or on the computer immediately trying to contact a tenant. 
uh, reach out to them, find out a little more information. Uh, you know, wh- what was, how bad is this? Did this, uh, you're, are you still there or is it, is it a problem that's actually damaged the home? Um, and, and then I make plans that day to go right then. Usually I drop what I'm doing for, for things that mention fire and go directly myself there and, and try to determine what is happening, where it came from. And then yes, start some investigation and, and, you know, asking questions, figuring out what type of fire was this? Was this a grease fire in the kitchen? Uh, you know, did, did someone start this fire? Things like that also happen. So, you know, you have to, you have to, uh, kind of, Go through it step by step. I, I usually leave that house and go directly to the fire department and, and, and ask for a fire report. Uh, they will tell you then if they're actually going to dig in and investigate further on this fire, if there was something there that was suspicious. So, uh, yeah, lots of lots of uh, man hours and investigation goes into something like that when it happens. Yeah, that that's very accurate. And there's a lot of times... When insurance, not necessarily the fire department will do an investigation, but if it's bad enough and the damage is severe enough that the owner or the tenant liability insurance will come in and they will perform their own investigation to try to figure out, hey, who is responsible for you know the payment of, of the repairs? And we'll get into a little bit more of the claims piece of that and what that process looks like when I have our investor relations team on. We'll talk a little bit more about, hey, if you're ever in the situation, situation to have an insurance claim, what that might look like for you and what that process is. But uh, from just the investigation standpoint, I mean, Spartan actually had a a property burned down a few years back. And it was was as simple as, hey, the tenants were out on the back deck smoking. They threw the cigarette butt in their kind of, I guess, butt back bucket, I guess, you know, their, their big (laughs) ashtray Mm -hmm. and a storm happened, knocked that bucket over and it started, it caught the deck on fire and burned the entire back of the house. And the house was a total loss. So, I mean, they can be as simple as, as that. And so that's why it's so important that you're, you're going out there, you're assessing the damage and making sure that that the investor um, is in the know on whether they need to make an insurance claim, who's responsible, et cetera. So I know that you come across a lot of very interesting scenarios. Uh, Like I said, chaos coordinator, um, comic relief a little bit. So tell me, yeah. yeah, So tell me uh, about some of the funniest work orders that, that you've come across every, every Friday to give our, our listeners a little bit of backstory. Every Friday uh, morning, we get, all get together as a team and we talk about our numbers. We report our numbers to the entire team. And every Friday, Randall always shares a funny work order that's come in that day, that week. Um, and we all get to get a good kick out of it. So share some of those with us. We we have a good time with it. We we don't uh, we we're not making light of anyone. We're we're absolutely uh, enjoying the 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 way some are written. I know that sometimes they come in haste, and sometimes they come with they were going to work and wanted to make a work order before they left. So we we didn't we didn't check it all out, but we get some funny ones that come in, and we enjoy uh, we enjoy dealing with them. I had one come in German one time that. Full full German work order that I had to translate with Google Translate to figure out exactly what they were looking for. Uh, we we have them come in that say there are holes in areas and no other description, just holes in areas. Uh, I've had one come in that said the door stopper is not functioning properly because there is a hole in the hole. 
So I'm not sure uh, what what that was, where we were trying to go with that, but we we, we enjoy getting them. Uh, I, I, we've had one that said that somebody hit the mailbox. Now the mailbox is totally mailboxed. Um, and and I, I'm assuming they want some help with the mailbox is, is where I'm going with that. I think, I think there's a problem with the mailbox, uh, but we have fun with it. We, that's, that's where we, uh, get to lighten things up and have a good time, uh, and, and, and deal with some of the, uh, we call it translations of, of a work order. So we, we have, we have a good time with it. Right, exactly. Because n- most of the time you're dealing with, like you said, I mean, 40% of the time it's plumbing. Hey, it's my, my toilet's overflowing and that's, never fun or funny to deal with for tenants. So the ones that we can, you know, take a situation and and lighten it a little is, is always the best. My personal favorite that you shared a few weeks back, I think it was, was someone put in a work order for us to come and get the mosquitoes out of their backyard. I I love that one. That one's hilarious because, you know, we are in Alabama and, that's actually impossible. <laughs> so I actually visited that house and she had a problem with mosquitoes and gnats that she wanted me to take care of. So yeah, that that, yep. that is uh we have to deal with we have to deal with lots of different issues that come in. Um so one thing of one piece of advice. You like I said you've been doing this for decades. What is the biggest piece of advice that you could speak to the investor about? You know, most of our listeners are investor clients that are interested in potentially learning more about our process or purchasing a property with us. Um, and, and you're just the the expert on this. What is that piece of advice that you would pass on to that investor right now? I think the number one thing I think about, and, and I happen to be uh, the chaos coordinator, and, and I happen to also be known as the guy that that's always the bearer of bad news. Um, but because I'm the guy that deals with uh, you know this this large this large maintenance problem that's come in, uh, I think my number one thing to think about is this is a long term investment. This this uh, maintenance issue that's happening right now uh, does hurt. It hurts. It even hurts us. We we kind of work out of our own pockets when we're dealing with this stuff. It it hurts. It hurts us to see it. Uh, but the number one thing is this is long term, and this is gonna this is gonna sting a little bit. But but it's it's passable. We can get over it. We can make the repairs and and think about this being long term. Right now, it hurt a little bit, but but it's. Uh, when you think about this in long term, a twenty-year or thirty-year investment, um, it's it's just a it's just a drop in the bucket. I, I could not agree with that more. We talk about that a lot on the podcast. As far as this is the long term that that the relationship between the investor and Atlas Rental Property that's the marriage, and so you're looking at thirty years down the road. Yes, this maintenance bill that really hurts. It's something that has to get done. Whether or not it's, I mean, it could be the tenant's fault. You, you know, they they could have caused the issue. It does not matter. It's just a little drop in the bucket, and you want to look at the long term. You know performance, overall performance uh, of the rental property and your hard asset that you're getting and all the other numerous benefits that real estate provides to investors. So kind of looking at the 30,000 viewpoint and and the big picture is crucial when you're dealing with rental properties. Because like you said, I mean, maintenance is, it's going to be inevitable. It's going to happen and it's always going to hurt. No one ever gets a maintenance bill and it's like, yes, that's awesome. So it's just going to happen. Randall, thank you so much for joining us today. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. I appreciate you having me.
All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. That is another episode with guest star Randall Van, who is our maintenance director. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. That's on the house. Thank you guys for listening today. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. If you want to learn more, check us out online at SpartanInvest.com. Until next time, this is On the House with Spartan.